Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, J-Rudd, host of J-Rudd's World, a.k.a. the realest podcast in the world. And y'all already know how I get down here. I'm all about motivating and educating while keeping it behind. So buckle up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Ah, yeah, what's going on, everybody? You already know what it is, and you already know what it's about. Welcome back to another episode of J-Rudd's World, the realest podcast in the world. I am your host, Jay Rudd, aka the motivator, the educator, and occasionally the matchmaker. But I don't have time to tell you guys the story about how I became the matchmaker. As a matter of fact, I think I told you another episode. But <clears throat> for those of you guys who pay attention, you guys already know how I got my nickname. All right. So um, first order of business, I'm just going to plug my social media real quick. All right. So if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Jay Rudd's World 1997. At J Rudd's World 1997. If you guys want to follow me on Facebook, it's J Rudd. Um, and if you guys want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, YouTube, make sure that you guys are subscribing and hitting that bell so that way you guys won't miss a dang thing. Uh, my YouTube is just J Rudd. And if you guys want to shoot me an email, all right, girls and ladies, you guys have been sending me pictures with your emails along with your questions or what have you. And that's fine, but some of you guys are trying too hard to look like supermodels or whatever. I'm fine with the selfie with some filters, you know what I mean? <clears throat> but if you guys want to uh, shoot me an email, it's jrudsworld24 at gmail.com. One more time, jrudsworld24 at gmail.com. That is my email. All right. All right. So just getting that out of the way. All right. Second. All right. I got to give props where props is due, people. I got to give a few shout outs. All right. So shout out to Big Head and Pudding over there at the Big Head and Pudding Podcast. You guys are doing a phenomenal job. I love you guys' show. Uh, keep pushing. I also got to give a shout out to my homegirl, Manda Rocks, over there at, at Irrelevant Pleasures with Manda Rocks. Make sure that you guys are going and checking out her show as well. Also, my boy Enough over there at Enough Talks, man. I got to give a shout out to. My boy over there, man, doing big things. And last but never least, check out my homegirl, Betty Joe. All right. Her guess her song Quantum is whew, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, it's fire. All right. So go support your local musicians and uh, support um, and support the podcasters who I just named. All right. So each and every single one of you, if you are listening to this right now, I love you guys to death. I hope you guys are safe during these crazy times, man. And keep pushing. Keep pushing. Don't stop. All right. So we're just going to get right down to business here. So a bunch of you guys have been asking me. You guys have been DMing me on Instagram. Jay Rudd, when this quarantine is lifted. Well, I mean, first and foremost, let's get something straight. Shout out to Lord Jamar for saying this on his podcast. All right. Um, quarantine is for people who are sick. If you are sick, you are quarantined. All right. So, uh, we on house arrest. If you ain't sick, you on house arrest. All right. So shout out to Lord Jamar for uh, for uh, <clears throat> verifying that. So you guys want to know, Jay Rudd, once this quarantine is lifted or house arrest, once this house arrest is lifted, do you think everything is going to go back to normal? Heck no. Heck no, guys. There's still going to be some people who are fearing for their lives, man. I don't think anything's going to go back to quote unquote normal. All right. As soon as all this is being lifted, right? There's still going to be a level of hysteria and a level of fear, all right? People are still going to fear for their lives, all right? They're afraid. People are afraid. They're freaking out. Guys, people are still freaking out of the fact that black people could be successful in the United States of America, okay? We're not making it past 
coronavirus. All right, if we haven't made the, if we haven't got past the fact that black people could be successful in the, and they actually exist in their human beings and they can actually be successful in the United States. All right, if people are still, if people still can't get past that, then we're not getting past the hysteria. All right, real talk. So, yeah, yeah, there's still gonna be a level of fear, man. There's still gonna be a level of fear. So. But then again, I don't know what they're, what Twiddle Dean, Twiddle Dumb are doing there in the White House or what have you. So, I mean, it's their call. It's their call, guys. I don't care if, I, I don't care if this thing gets lifted next week, all right, or next month or August or whenever they decide that they want. It seems as if like they need to get their, they need to figure out something over there, all right. But then again, I mean, politics is not really my thing. But all I know is that, you know, they need to figure out something fast, all right. So that's my take on it. Um, it's also come to my attention, guys, that just because that you guys are wearing those masks doesn't give doesn't mean that you guys don't get to brush your teeth or at least chew some gum or put a breath mint in it. All right. Some of you guys are getting really creative with your masks. All right. Some of you guys have those Bane masks, you know, Bane from Batman or what have you. Some of you guys have that Bane mask. All right. And I get it. I know, Bane, you were born in the dark. All right. Some of you guys who have the Bane masks. I get it. You guys were born in the darkness. I get it, right? But I could tell that you guys were born in the darkness because your breath smells like the darkness, okay? So please put some breath mints in your mouth or chew some gum and brush your teeth, okay? All right. A mask does not give you guys an excuse to not take care of your breath, basically, all right? And proper hygiene, too. Some of you guys, again, not, not just brushing your teeth or, you know, flossing or doing whatever, or doing whatever it is that you guys do with your mouths or what have you. You know, I'm proper hygiene, too. I'm talking like showers. Some of you guys just discovered deodorant yesterday. Deodorant has been around forever. Some of you guys just started taking showers. All right? Wow. This is great. But you know what? If you don't know, now you know. And you can't say, I never told you. Okay? Proper hygiene is important, all right, you guys should have been, somebody, who whoever raised you, whoever raised you should have been telling you that, all right, whoever raised you should have been telling you that, and you know, that's what basically, what this comes down to, it's just, who raised y'all, who raised y'all, you know what I mean, so, it's crazy, ladies, you, ladies, you too, all right, I've been scrolling down Instagram because I'm very observant. It's what I do. You know what I mean? I've been scrolling down Instagram, and some of you ladies, I've noticed that you guys have... I know that some of you participate in No Shave November, but ladies, November is a long time away. All right? A long time away. So as I'm scrolling down Instagram, and I'm seeing a couple thirst trappers, all right, I'm noticing with some of you ladies' pictures is that you guys have mustaches. Some of you ladies have mustaches. And, you know, full-length 5 o'clock shadows or what have you. And an excessive amount of hair on your legs. Body hair, basically. All right? And, you know, that's no disrespect to you. There's no disrespect to you. I'm just saying, you know, make sure that you guys are shaving and, you know, you're taking care of yourselves. Because the point of thirst trapping, and you guys already saw my video, Thirst Trapping 101. All right? And if you guys haven't had a chance to go check it out, go check it out right there on my YouTube channel. All right? Thirst Trapping 101, the point of Thirst Trapping, ladies, is to get us attracted to you. And I don't know any man who's attracted to a hairy woman, all right? I don't know any man who's attracted to Bigfoot, basically. Like I said, no disrespect to you. But, well, I mean, but then again, men, if any of you guys are attracted to Bigfoot, if you guys look at Bigfoot and think, you know what? I want to make out with Bigfoot. Then I do have a doctor that you guys can go see because, then again, I got to ask it. 
who raised you? All right, because this, uh, it, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> I, I don't know, I, I don't know, ladies. There's just some. I, I just have something where it's just like you know, if if I kiss you, but then I end up pulling strands of hair out of my mouth, that something needs to be fixed. Okay, some something needs to be fixed. All right, and I'm telling you, ladies. Please and, and men don't think men don't think that I'm not finished with you. I'm gonna get to you in a in, in a few minutes. But ladies, I, mean, I just can't I just can't imagine dating. Uh, I just can't imagine myself dating um, a woman with an excessive amount of body hair. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. You know, it's just I I have to meet who raised you. I have to meet who raised you. You know that's what it all comes down to. Like I said before, you know, shout out to T K Kirkland for teaching us who raised you. But I have to meet the person who brought you into this, who brought you into this earth that you're taking up space of, you know, by, you know, not taking care of your body. But I got to meet her. All right. And when I meet your mother and she looks absolutely nothing like you when I'm talking, you know, she she keeps herself in good shape. You know, there, there's not an excessive amount of facial hair or body hair. You know, she's not looking like uh, she's, she's not looking like finding Bigfoot, you know. The, the, the camera crew from the show Finding Bigfoot ain't at your door claiming that they, there's a sighting um, that there's a sighting of Bigfoot right there in an apartment complex in California. You basically what I'm saying is that if your mother looks like she could be your younger sister, then I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to tell your mother. I'm going to be like, excuse me, miss. Uh, the name is Jay Rudd. It's very nice to meet you. But can you do you mind teaching your daughter a few things about shaving her upper lip? I mean, I tried to tell her, but she doesn't listen to me. But she t- but she listens to you. You're her mother, so I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't. I mean, if 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 you'd be so kind, Miss. I mean, I would appreciate it if you would just you know teach your daughter how to use a razor. All right, and then we'll be all good. Because, ma'am, to be honest with you, I'm getting sick and tired of taking her out places. And then people referring to her as sir. It's disrespectful. I can't I, I can't do it. I can't do it. So if you could help her out, that would be great. All right. Real talk. You, you know, just real talk. And you know what, ladies? Keep in mind, if that ever happens, you know, we, we, you and me, we're probably just dating. You know, we're just dating. We're not putting any labels on what we got. You know, it's not it's not boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't call you my girlfriend. You don't call me your boyfriend. You know, there, there's no labels in the arrangement that we got. All right. So since there's no labels in the arrangement that we have. Then you know what I, you know, I might, I might, I might try to flirt with your mom. I, I, I might flirt with your mom. Who knows? You know, because you know, if she looks like your younger sister, if she looks like your young, if she looks like your younger sister or what have you, you know, I might, I might. It'd be like I'll tell her. I'd be like, yo, excuse me, miss. I know that you're about twenty years older than me, but you look like you're my age, and I would really love it. I would really love it if I would take you out to dinner, um, if I if I would take you out to dinner sometime. All right, so that way we can get to know each other a little better. Now, I know, I know that some women your age, you know, you guys are, uh, you guys are pretty skeptical about going out with dudes who are my age. But I mean, I, I just want to talk to you. You know, I just want to talk to you. It doesn't have to be nothing serious. You know what I mean? And, and that's whenever she'll go. Well, I mean, but what about, but what about my daughter? I thought you were with my daughter. Well, I mean, I'm date. I'm just dating your daughter. You know, that's the best thing about dating, Miss, is that. Is that I, you know, is that I basically I'm seeing everybody, you know, there ain't no labels on it, miss. I'm seeing everybody. All right. So then what do you call it? I'm consistent. That's exactly what it is. miss. I'm consistent. You know what? So, I mean, it, it, it's up to you. It's up to you. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything that you're not comfortable doing. I'm not here to force you into doing uh, something like that. But if you want, you could take my number down. You don't have to give me your number, but, you know, you could take my number down 
and you know, I understand you're a busy woman, so why don't you call or text me whenever you get the chance, so that way we can figure something out, all right? So then there you go. It will exchange info and all that other fun stuff, and then it, that's whenever I'll make my exit. I gotta go. I'll be like, you know what? It was really nice to meet you, but I have a fight to catch, all right? I have a fight to catch. I gotta go. It was very nice to meet you, and then that's it, all right? And then... <laughs> That's it. So, ladies, you better make sure that your mother doesn't look like your younger sister. All right. You better make sure that your mother doesn't look like your younger sister, or, um, or a sister that's like two years older than you. You know what I mean? Because I'm gonna flirt with your mom. All right. Especially if we ain't together. You know, if we ain't together, if we're just seeing each other, we're not putting any labels on it. I'm gonna flirt with your mom. All right. I'm being dead serious. I don't play. I don't play no games over here. Right. And, you know, and some of you ladies, some of you ladies, I I actually got a few text messages and emails. Um, the same situation is happening with you guys. You guys are just finding out that the guys that you're seeing, even your boyfriends, all right? But, I mean, if you, I mean, if he's your boyfriend, then, you know, he basically cheated on you. But the men that you guys were with, dating your moms. I'm being dead serious. I'm, <laughs> I'm being dead serious. Let me remember right now. What's going on, Jay Rudd? This guy that I've been seeing for about four months recently admitted to getting with my mom. And every time I try to bring it up to my mom about it, she said <laughs> she just throws it off to the side. Man, shoot, I'm, I'm being, I'm being. And then there's another one that basically says, um, found out my mom was dating my boyfriend before me. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's weird. And you know what? And Ladies, I hate to say it, but I mean, sometimes I feel as if like that's what you get. That's exactly what you get. There's something going on, especially if you, and this goes all the way back to to taking care of yourself and caring about your physical appearance. But you know what, ladies? I mean, if you I mean, that's exactly what you get. That's the bull crap that you get. All right. You ladies want to walk around with mustaches and beards, you know, you know, looking like the deadliest catch or finding Bigfoot or what have you. You know, what I mean, that's exactly what you get. Your boyfriend's dating your mom. All right. And men, you're probably laughing at what I'm saying right now. You are probably laughing at what I'm saying. But men, don't think that I'm not done with you. I mean, don't think that I'm done with you because I ain't done with you. All right. Some of you, some of you, I know you guys, you you know, the facial hair or whatever, you know, you guys are trying to grow it out. But it doesn't look good on some of you whenever you guys are trying to grow it out. All right. You guys look like werewolves. All right. You guys look like a werewolf. And then you guys get confused whenever the girls that you're seeing are getting with your dad, right? I'm being dead serious, God, it happens. It happens, all right? It gets to the point, you know, it gets to the point where your dad is looking younger than you. Where your dad looks younger than you, and then people go into your dad and ask you, who raised you? And then your dad points to you. It's sad. It's, it's embarrassing. It's disrespectful. Stop doing it, all right? So make sure that you guys are grooming yourselves, you know what I mean? It, it should be nice and neat. You know, I understand you guys want a full beard or whatever, but, you know, sometimes whenever you guys grow that stuff out, it doesn't look good. You got to trim it. You know, you guys got to trim it. All right. So make sure that you guys are grooming and you guys are basically taking good care of your bodies, you know, like you should have been doing at the beginning of freaking time. All right. Like somebody should like somebody should have raised someone who raised you properly should have taught you that. All right. And if you don't know, now you know, and you can't say, I never told you. That was Jay Rudd's Hygiene 101 class. Thank you so much, everybody. Are there any questions? Fantastic. Well, if you guys have any questions, ladies, 
or gentlemen, uh, you guys can hit me up on my social media. You guys already know what it is and what it's about. All right, I ain't playing no games over here. So there we go. Moving on. Moving on. Ellen. Oh, my goodness, guys. Nikki Tutorial went to Twitter to tell everybody about her experience over there at Ellen. All right. Basically, she was saying that she wasn't being treated. That she, she felt as if like she wasn't being treated properly or what have you. That people weren't nice to her. And you know what? I'm going to be straight up honest with you guys. Um, I didn't really think much about it because I thought, okay, well, you know, here's this girl who apparently just had a bad experience with Ellen. You know, so I didn't really think much about it. But then as soon as Nikki Tutorial treated that, uh, treated, Christ, tweeted, <laughs> tweeted that, um, a bunch of other people came out of the woodwork and shared the same experience that they've had with Ellen, which raised some questions. All right, I was like, dang, wow, this is fantastic. I said, look at all this podcast material. So I started doing a little bit of research and, you know, I started looking at Ellen's interviews or whatever, because, you know, I watch a little bit of Ellen here and there, all right? And I've noticed that anytime Ellen has a guest on her show, right? Anytime Ellen has a guest on her show, anytime the guest would say something funny, Ellen would either, you know, shut it down, you know, with some sort of, with some sort of comment and make it awkward, or, you know, she would try to like one up her guest or what have you, because you guys know that Ellen, you know, she's been a comedian, uh, for quite some time where she did comedy. I know she still does comedy, but I've seen no videos, you know, her doing comedy or what have you. All right. Basically just making the interview just like very awkward or what have you. So it's like, oh, it's like, okay. So, I mean, so a lot of people coming out of the woodwork saying, yeah, man, Ellen is, eh." you know, and it's weird because Ellen portrays herself as, you know, like this good person, always giving, right? You know, she loves people or what have you. I mean, of course, she's not like Oprah, you know, Oprah giving out, you know, giving out cars or what have you. You get a car, you get a car. If you look under your seat right now, you see the keys to your brand new vehicle. Everybody gets a car. That's fantastic. That's Oprah for you. You know what I mean? But, I mean, Ellen always portrays uh, portrays herself as, you know, as a good person. All right? And then, here we go. <laughs> Shout out to As Told by Kenya. As Told by Kenya. Look her up on YouTube. Oh, my goodness. Thanks to her, and I did a little bit of research, I found out that the employees... The people who run Ellen's show. I'm talking important people that keep that woman's show running. I find out that their pay has been cut 60%. 60%. And then on top of that, they're sitting at home and Ellen's not keeping them updated about their jobs. They don't even know if they have a job. You know what I mean? Because Ellen is not keeping them in the loop. And I'm like, how is this possible? But as far as I'm concerned, Ellen's still having her show, but she's doing it from home. She's doing it from home. All right. So I'm thinking that that was Ellen's way of saying, yo, old crew, uh, I'm done with you. See you later. I got bigger and better things that I got to do. See ya. I'm just, and it's just like, what in the world is going on here? No disrespect to Ellen, but Ellen, I got to ask you, who raised you? You know what I mean? It, that, that's just crazy. This is just crazy. You know what? It's amazing. It's amazing with just like with just, with, with just a little bit of digging how you can find out so much about a person. Now I'm very skeptical. I'm very skeptical about Ellen now, man. Because how is it that Ellen is worth 
Ellen is worth a lot of money. Like hundreds of millions of dollars. You know what I mean? Hundreds of millions of dollars. And her show brings in millions of dollars as well. So how in the world are you not able to pay your employees? Or excuse me, how in the world are you cutting your employees' pay? And on top of that, not keeping them updated about their jobs. That's how I want to, that's what I want to know. Uh, that's what I want to know. Like, how exactly does that work? But then again, entertainment business. What's the second word of that? What's the second part of that word? Business. All right. That, you know, there's more business than there is entertainment. But, you know, if that's the way the cookie crumbles, that's sad. That is sad. You know, you need to keep your people updated about your job about their job, you know, am I going to have a job, how am I going to support my kids if I don't have a job, you know what I mean, so she's basically throwing everybody under the bus, alright, so enough with that, let's move on to the next thing, alright, so, last week, Jojo Siwa, alright, and her boyfriend Elliot Brown, alright, so I, I love how they threw the word allegedly, you know, which means that we don't know, so last week, Jojo Siwa allegedly was dating, well, allegedly, uh, Elliot Brown was 28 years old. That was, that was a rumor that he was 28 years old, even though it was posted on his Instagram that he celebrated his 18th birthday. So, you know, what? Well, thanks to the media, you know, the smart people at the media, you know, they have everybody running around thinking that this dude was 28 years old or what have you, all right? And if you looked on Google last week, it would have showed, yeah, He's 28 years old. I'm like, oh, wow. I mean, it is what it is. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to this right now, I kid you not, I checked. I checked to see how old this dude was yesterday because I watched a video confirming. There was a YouTube video confirming that he is actually 18 years old. All right. I checked on Google to see what his age was. And I kid you not. They changed his age from 28 to 18. I kid you not. Isn't that, that is strange. And I was talking to my homegirl on my Instagram live about it. I was like, isn't that strange? Because that's just the media, man. That's the media, right? So you know what? I give props to whoever went to go and get the facts, right? I give props to whoever went to go and get the facts. And, you know, the, the change is... Because if you're looking at the dude, he doesn't really look 28. He, he, he doesn't he doesn't look 28. You know, but then again, people are entitled to their own opinions or what have you. So, I mean, that's that. So, shout out to the person who went to go get the facts. All right? And to, the, and to all the other media people, all the other all the, all the other people out there that's all up in everybody's business trying to ruin their, trying to ruin their lives or whatever. You know what I got to say to you? Uh, number one, who raised you? And number two, y'all thought you had tricks? <laughs> y'all thought you had, you thought you had tricks. Take that, all right? So this here proves, this here proves that you guys need to go and get the facts, all right? And get the facts without just throwing stuff around, all right? All right, so enough about that. Moving on to the next subject, all right? Um, Dwayne Wade's kid, Zaya or Zaya. I don't even, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to call Dwayne Wade's kid. But anyway, Dwayne Wade's kid claims that um, he, he, uh, he or she doesn't trust Gabrielle Union. Doesn't trust Gabrielle Union. You guys already know my stance on Gabrielle Union or whatever. But, you know, I ain't got enough time to talk about that. So, I mean, 
shoot, you know, shoot me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or what have you. You know, why don't you think Dwayne Wade's kid trusts Gabrielle Union? All right. So, I mean, I'd pull it up, but then again, I'm going to press for time. So, I got to get I got to get back out there and uh, attend to my big brother duties. You know what I mean? So, shoot me a text. All right. You guys already know my social media or what have you. But you guys already know what time it is. So, let me know. Why doesn't Dwayne Wade's kid trust Gabrielle Union? All right. So. Text from an ex. I got a text from an ex, people. I got a text from one of my exes, man. And there's a lesson behind all this. Indeed, there is a lesson. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. So I'm going to read the text. She said, hey, you. Here we go. I recently found out from a bunch of my friends that you have a podcast. I'm very proud of you. You, you know how you, know, what you, you butter somebody up before they stab you in the back. <laughs> but anyway, um, she said, I'm very proud of you. However, I hope, I hope that you show me the same respect that I showed you after we broke up and not talk about our relationship or what happened on your show. Even though and this is what's funny. And then uh, she went on to say, even though I kind of told people about what happened after after our breakup, which is why you went through all that crap. And I'm going to get to all the crap that I did. I'm going to get to that crap in a couple seconds. Okay. Um, she said, uh, she said, but then again, you can do whatever it is that you want. It's your show. I'm not trying to tell you how to run it. I'm just saying, you know, please don't expose me to the world. Uh, and then that's it. That's it. You know, there's some punctuation problems in there, but I mean, that's all right. Uh, so the crap that she's talking about, and yeah, I'm not going to go into why we broke up or whatever, you know, that's none of y'all's business, but I mean, the crap that we're, that the crap that she's talking about is the fact that, uh, is the fact that after we broke up, I'm getting a whole bunch of calls and text messages from her homegirl or what have you, all right, which goes into the lesson right here. When you break up with somebody, people, don't be going around telling the business, all right? And it's funny how, you know, how you both know, you know, when uh, when you guys decide to part ways, you both know the reason why you guys parted ways. You both know the reason why you broke up. But then somebody always remembers something a little bit more differently. And that's where, and, and, and that's where you know, um, messes people up. So the crap that I'm talking about is that, uh, her homegirls put me in a group chat. They put me in a group chat, started blowing up my phone. All right, right there on Messenger. Started blowing up my phone. What'd you do to her? What'd you do to her? What'd you do to her? What'd you do? I'm like, what the heck is going on? I got to the point where it's just like I had to call. Like, I had to call for a voice for like a group uh, video chat. I had to call for a video chat. And then whenever that happened, whenever that happened, they were all barking at me. Dropping f bombs and calling me all different types of n words and stuff like that, man. I was like, "Whoa!" I said, "Whoa, ladies, wait, wait, ladies, wait a minute. Hey, hold on a sec. Listen to me. Who raised you? Okay, we all, you guys all can talk. You guys can can all talk at the same time. Okay, it's disrespectful. You guys have been on this earth since 1989. Okay, so you should have known better than that. Somebody who should have raised you, somebody who raised you, should have told you that you can't talk." At the same time when somebody else is talking, okay? So one at a time, please. We're all adults here. So 
you go first, right? And then she kicked it off. One of her friends kicked it off saying, well, what'd you do to her, right? And you know what? This is what you say, guys. You know what? It just didn't work out. That's exactly what I told you. They say it didn't work out, all right? They wanted more. They, they, they wanted more information. But I said, you know what? It just didn't work out. That's exactly what you guys say, all right? Exactly what you guys say. And then the other, and then one of the other ones was like, well, that doesn't help. I said, yeah, I mean, I say what I mean, and I mean what I say. It just didn't work out. Some, sometimes things just don't work out the way you want them to, ladies. Sometimes you got to part ways, man. Well, what happened? It just didn't work out, all right? I didn't give him anything, and then, you know, we said goodbye or what have you, all right? So, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, all right, when you break up with, when you break up from somebody, and I posted it on my, and I, and I posted a video right there on my Instagram a long time ago about it, do not go around telling your business to people, all right? Do not go around telling your business to people. And if people ask you why you guys broke up from each other, all right, it just didn't work out. All right, normally the people who are trying to pry you into saying something are the ones that are going to go about and gossip, all right? So sometimes, guys, your friends aren't really, you know, your friends. You know, your friends are communicating with your ex or what have you, you know, trying to get some information out of you. So be careful. But then again, guys, this is unlicensed advice. Unlicensed advice, you guys can go and do whatever it is that you guys want to do. All right, we're all adults here. You know what I mean? So you can take my advice or leave it, all right? But, you know, this has worked for me. Don't spread the business, all right? And I learned it the hard way. I, you know, and I, and I learned that the hard way, all right? And then, you know, you learn. You learn not to do it, all right? And it's been working for me ever since. All right? It's called respect. It's crazy. It's crazy. But you know what? You know what? I am going to. I, I got to give it to the. I got to give it to the ladies, man. I, I got to give it to you, ladies. I mean, I did. It, it was. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. The amount of effort that you guys put into that, man. I mean, group, group texting, right? Video chatting, or what have you. Um, I. Great links. Great links. You know, not just not just you ladies, but you know, some of you men. You know, the great links that you will go to. The great links that you will go to. All right. In order. In order to get information out of people, you know what? You guys should really think about the FBI. You guys should really think about the FBI so that you guys can, like, interrogate people, right? You know, interrogate people, you know what I mean? Because you guys are really good at that. You guys are really good, but you know, you guys ain't getting no information out of me, all right? So, that's that, all right? Um, what else was I going to say? I was going to say something else, but then I forgot. Oh, wait, here we go. Uh, Will Smith being accused of, of being Liza Koshy's sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. Will Smith, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. All right. And I'm going to be straight up honest with you guys. I don't believe it. That's my opinion. I do not believe it because as soon as I opened up the article, the first sentence was, and I quote, the first, the, or the first few words were, according to the internet. And I was like, nope, can't do that. I don't sense any reliable sources in here <laughs> Oh man, do you guys know who Liza Koshy is? All right, she's she's a YouTuber. You know, she's even got a show on uh, YouTube Premium called Liza. I watched it. You know, it's pretty good. She's funny or what have you. She was on uh, What the Fit with uh, Kevin, Kevin Hart. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, she was on What the Fit with Kevin Hart. 
You know, but I don't play. I've been. I, I don't believe it. I think. I think that's just. You guys are just bored. You know, that's the media. At the end of it, it's bored. You know, they want something to do. So I mean, I'm just gonna leave it alone. I mean, you guys can look it up or whatever. All right, you guys can look it up. All right. So we got a question from a young lady, and the young lady uh, basically said, "Jay Rudd." Uh, and I and I talked about this on my on my Instagram. So she's starting a podcast. She's new to the podcast in the world, but her co-host, her co-host just kept flaking on her. Her co-host kept flaking in on her, and so she decided that she was actually going to go and do the show all by herself, which is fantastic. You know, she already knows what the name of her show is. She already knows her topics, and she already knows um, basically what her show is about. She just said, Jay Rudd, when do I start? And I'm going to give you some advice, you know, not just to her, but to everybody. You know, my my advice to you is start. That's exactly what Jason Capital said. Shout out to Jason Capital. He's one of my mentors. He said, you start. You know what I mean? Start. Don't, it doesn't matter when you start. It doesn't matter where you start. Just start. All right? Just start. And of course, you know, you might suck. Your starts kind of suck. Everyone starts sucks. I mean, no one's a professional. No one's a no. No one's a professional as soon as they start something. All right. I sucked whenever I first started, but you know what? You get better over time, and you learn. All right. So just start. The world is waiting for you. All right. All right. Cool. And a bunch of you guys exactly. <clears throat> a bunch of you guys want to know exactly how to get more followers. On Instagram, everybody wants everybody wants more followers, but then again, you guys ain't leading them anywhere. You know what I mean? Where are you leading these people? Right? I mean, I get. I mean, if you're a creator, if you are like, if you're an if you're an artist, you know, if you're a motivational speaker, you know, if you got, you, you, you know what I mean? If you're if you're that, if you're trying to, if you got a business right there on Instagram, and you want people to follow you, that means that you're leading them somewhere. All right, you're leading them somewhere. But I just want, but I'm just getting a whole bunch of people asking me how to get followers just so they, that way they, that, um, that way they can just say that they got followers. All right. But I'm, I'm just saying a lot of you, a lot of you guys want people to follow you, but you ain't leading them anywhere. All right. What message are you putting out in the world? Are you spreading positivity? Right. Are you, are you, uh, are you a model? You're looking for a modeling gig? <laughs> You're looking for a modeling gig? Do you want people to check out your music? Do you want people to check out your art? All right. Do you want people to buy your product? All right. That, so think about it. Think about why you guys want a whole bunch of people to follow you. And another thing, guys, it's not about how many followers you have. It's not about how many views you get. It's not, a matter, it's not about how many people like your stuff. All right. As long as you enjoy doing what you're doing, as long as you enjoy doing what you're doing, you enjoy posting content up there on YouTube, Instagram, you enjoy interacting with people, then you know what? That's all that matters. That is all that matters. All right? There you go. And somebody asked me, J-Rod, do you think YouTubers, some you, do you think uh, some YouTubers are getting a little bit too materialistic? Um, meaning that now, you know what I see? And I, I, I don't know if it's just the channels that I'm subscribed to, but the channels I'm, but I'm not going to name no names, but the channels that I'm subscribed to, um, from whenever they started to now, it's just like, what in the heck? You, you guys ever seen it? You, you guys seen it? It's just like surprising my wife with a new car, surprising my husband with a new car, surprising my wife with a house, surprising my husband with a new house. But it's strange because, you know, 
every other week they're buying houses. They're moving out of the ones that they just bought and they're buying, but now they're buying another one. <laughs> they're buying, you know, they're buying cars like crazy. And, you know, it just becomes, you know, like materialistic to the point where it's just like they're throwing money in our face. You know, that's the way, you know, that's what I feel. You know what I mean? And it's cool to have money or what have you. It's cool to have money. But whenever you just start showing it off, you know, I mean, it's just like how many houses are you going to buy, you know, until you decide that you want to stay in the house that you live in? How many cars are you going to buy? How many cars are you going to surprise your wife with or your husband with? All right. Before you're just happy with the ones that you got. Some of you guys got cars that aren't that ain't even out. In the, that ain't even out in the States yet. Right? They ain't even. You know what I mean? Some <laughs> They got like these foreign cars. Oh, man. Some of you guys, some of you guys traveled to different countries to get cars. Um, and you know what? Ain't nothing wrong with that. You you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm just I'm just saying. You know, to me, it sounds a little bit materialistic. You know, it ain't about how much money you have. You know what? I've always thought about having a lot of money. I've always thought about having a lot of money because I just want to live comfortably. Whatever happened. To just living comfortably. You know what? To me, it's just like, you know what? If I could pay my bills, you know, pay my car insurance or what have you, you know, have a place to live in, have food in the fridge, you know, if my car gets me uh, to working back, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm happy. You know what I mean? But, I mean, that's just me. And that's just the way I think. You guys can think however you want. I mean, like I said, I mean, while adults here, you guys, this is unlicensed advice. All right? You guys can either take it or leave it. Last but never least, speaking of texts from exes, I'm going to help this young man out. All right. So he basically wrote me a college essay. A college essay is whenever you guys just type up, you know, six pages about your experience. But then again, I don't really have time to read all of it. So I apologize to you guys. But just to paraphrase, um, he and his uh, he and his girl just broke up. They've been together for three months and two weeks later. Two weeks later, he's got a brand new girlfriend. All right. But what's his problem? The problem is that while he was sleeping, while he was sleeping, his ex-girlfriend just started blowing up his phone. Now, keep in mind that the way that uh, he and his ex left things, uh, they, did not, they did not end things on good terms or what have you. So he was sleeping, and then all of a sudden, his phone started ringing. Not ringing. He got he got a whole bunch of texts from his exes, and he sent me screenshots. You know, and she was all like, "Well, I never, uh, I never should have gotten with you. You know, you're a piece of this, you're a piece of that. You know, just you know, a whole bunch of a whole bunch of bullcrap or what have you." And then his new girlfriend found, and then his new girlfriend basically uh, read the text messages, unlocked his phone. Woke him up, and then that's whenever they're having problems, all right? So he wants to know exactly what to do because he feels as if, like, his ex's unhappiness is ruining his relationship, which it is, which it is, okay? So three things I got to tell you, all right? Number one, and I'm going to get through this as quickly as possible. Number one, all right, you need to figure out a way how to make it right with your uh how to make it right with your new girlfriend that you got now all right make it right you know i don't care what you got to do if you got to block your ex if you if you got to block i mean 
Some people, well, I mean, why would you want a blocker? I mean, that just shows that you... I mean, that shows that you don't want any problems in your new relationship or what have you, all right? But you, you got you to gotta figure out to make it right with your lip, you know what I mean? That's, a, that's that, all right? So whatever you got to do, all right? Why should your ex... Why should... Uh, why should your ex's unhappiness affect the ha- affect your happiness right now in the relationship that you're in? It's disrespectful, ladies. Stop doing it. All right, men too. All right, but in this situation, helping this young man out with his ex. All right, so figure out a way to make it right. All right, number two, I'm always talking to you guys about um, not moving on too quickly, giving your guys giving your guys self time to heal before you guys hop into a relationship. All right. So being that the fact, and I'm not, you know, and I'm not saying that you didn't give yourself any time to heal or what have you, but being the fact that you know you were with this girl for three months and then two weeks later you found, two weeks later you got yourself another girlfriend, you know, to your ex that looks as if like basically that you've been cheating, in a sense. I mean that's just my, I mean I've been there. I mean that this is from my point of view. All right. She's probably wondering why you moved on so quickly, and you know, and you sent me a picture of you and your and the girl that you were with now, and you sent me a picture. You also sent me a picture of your ex, and it's obvious that you know your that your new girlfriend is better looking than your old one. So maybe so, if she so, uh, I'm guessing you still have her on social media. Your ex still looks at your social media, and whenever she found out. That the girl that you were with, the, that the girl that you are with now is a lot better looking than her. That might be some problems. They, you know, there's some problems. I'm, I mean, I know, I know some some of you ladies. You know, whenever you, whenever your man breaks up with you, and you know, and they find, and we find another woman, and she looks, you know, better than you. Then there could be some problems. There could be some jealousy right over there. So your ex is probably sitting there at home, scrolling down your hap, looking at your happiness on Instagram, saying, "Oh no." There should not be any happiness anywhere. I'm going to shut down this man's happiness. All right. So it could be, so, you know, it could be, it could be from jealousy. It could, you know, it could be from jealousy. So maybe that's what, um, maybe that's what it is. All right. And number three, number three, what the heck is your girlfriend doing with your phone? Okay, what is it with significant? And you know what? I'm not knocking. No disrespect to all you significant to all you people out there who are in relationships who have the passcodes to your guys' phones or whatever. I mean, it's a uh, it, the the times that we're in are different. You know, it's it's a it's a new generation or what have you. You know, I mean, no disrespect to any of you guys, but I mean, it is just crazy. But you know, because I get questions all the time from people. Mainly the mainly the problems that some people are having. Is that they're going through the significant other's phone and finding things that they don't like. All right. So what the heck? <laughs> what the heck is your girlfriend doing with your phone? It's crazy. You know, my philosophy is, you know what? You know, it, 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 from my experience, is that if your significant other wants to see your phone and her bat and her and her battery is not dead and her phone ain't about to die, then she's looking for something, right? If your significant other wants to see your phone and her and her phone is not about to die, or ladies vice versa, you know, his phone is not his phone is not about to die, right? Then they're looking for something. 
They are looking for something. All right, it's crazy because some of you guys' phones will be on ninety. Some of you guys' phones will be on ninety-nine percent, but yet you guys want to ask your significant other for their phone so that way you could check the time. The time's on your phone, and I just gotta ask who raised you because it's just ridiculous. It is just ridiculous. Okay, so what the heck? You guys need to figure that out. You guys need to figure. I'm just saying, you know, it ain't for me. I mean, it's because I mean that that's just me. And it for me. That's just the way that I think. You know what? I mean, there's lack of trust now. There's lack of trust. And, and you know what? There's proof. There's proof to why people can't trust people anymore. All right. But, you know, it's just through them. It's just through the roof, man. Just through the roof. So, basically, so basically, what you guys do whenever your ex texts you. Depending on how your situation ended, all right, you can either ignore. I mean, for uh, uh, for for me, for me, uh, for me, normally I would just like block her. I I I would just I would just block her if she's coming at you sideways. If she's coming at you sideways, and if you're in a and, and if you're in a relationship, just block her, right? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Why should her why should her unhappiness affect your happiness right now? Alright. Now but I'm single though. But if you if you're single and your ex is coming at you sideways, normally what I would do is that I would just meet I, I would I would schedule a meeting. I would schedule a meeting. I'll be like, yo, you know what, we need to figure this out right now. Oh, we need to figure this out right now, face to face. We need to handle it like you know, like adults, you know, instead of people going around, you know, Telling other people, telling each other's business or whatever, like a bunch of schoolgirls or what have you, or testifying on social media about what happened. Be like, yo, you know what? Hey, let's meet for coffee or whatever. You know, let's figure this stuff out. Now, if you're in a relationship, you don't want to do that. You don't want to be meeting up with your ex one on one or what have you. All right. That's why I'm saying if you are in a relationship and your ex is coming at you sideways, all right. If your ex is coming at you sideways whenever you guys are in a relationship, then you need to do whatever it is. Yeah, you need to do blocker or what have you, so that way it's not affecting the happiness of your relationship. All right, your happiness should not be affected by someone's saltiness. All right, so look at that, as quoted by Jay Rudd. All right, so figure that out. Oh <laughs> uh, man, figure that out. But then again, if your guys' ex is texting, if your exes are texting you, and basically in general. And you guys didn't end on bad terms. And you guys didn't end on bad terms. And you know what? You guys, it's whatever you guys want to do. You guys can make a decision whether or not you want to, you know, follow through with whatever or not. I mean, I, I mean, for me personally, I got back with exes. You know, I got back with exes and I'm learning my lesson. All right. I learned my lesson. It just wasn't for me. All right. But then again, like I said, things just don't work out. So am I work out for you or am I not? All right. So you guys can do whatever it is. That you guys want to do, but if they're coming at you sideways, ain't no time for that. I don't play no games over here, guys. I got zero tolerance for that. All right, all right. And on that note, I'm gonna end this show right there. So thank you, thank you, guys. Thank each and every single one of you for tuning in. I hope that you guys are being safe and that you guys are being productive, and that you guys aren't just couch potatoes sitting there crying about life with no solutions. You know, because you know that's whack. Stop doing it. All right. So uh, be productive. All right. I'm pushing it. Mappa. Mappa. Make America.
productive again. MAPA, all right? Make America productive again. Because if I'm going to be honest with you, some of you, we need to send you guys to like a different planet. So that way you guys can duke it out like the Hunger Games. You know, we, you guys can duke it out and then we can send the productive people back. You know what I mean? That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. I don't know. Send, shoot me a DM. Email me. <laughs> hit, hit me up on Instagram or Facebook so that way we can, you know, if you guys think that that's a good idea or whatever. I mean, I already posted a video about that today. But uh, not today. I mean, a couple of days ago. But, I mean, yeah, hit me up. No. Mappa. Make America productive again. All right. Until then, guys. Uh, thank you so much. I will see you guys next week. All right. God bless you guys. I love each and every single one of you. Keep pushing. Don't give up on your dreams. Stop letting these people come and steal your joy. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. And another thing. Stop paying for YouTube subscribers. Stop paying for YouTube subscribers. I know a bunch of you guys are paying for YouTube subscribers. When you guys do that, you're basically paying for people to like you. All right? I know you guys are paying for subscribers and likes and views or what have you. All right? Build yourself from the ground up. Build yourself from the ground up. All right? That's just me. That's just me. But then again, you guys can do whatever it is that you guys want to do. All right? Like I said, it's unlicensed advice. You guys can either take it or leave it. All right? I just prefer to work for what I got. All right? Because, you know, you're going to feel a lot better in the end. All right? Then again, you guys can do whatever it is that you guys want to do. And I'm going to keep preaching about that until the day I leave this earth. All right? So, this has been another episode of J-Rose World. I love each and every single one of y'all. God bless y'all. Peace.